On this week's show, we're completing our MCU tier list and we choose our favorite Michael Pena performances, so stay tuned. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Blenders, and welcome. Welcome to episode number 209 of Real Blend, a podcast that wonders if we should start calling it Adequate Beasts and where to find it. <laughs> We'll find out after this weekend. My name is Sean O'Connell, the Managing Director of Cinema Blend. And on this week's show, we are finally going to complete our MCU tier list, something that we've been uh, trying to get back to for a really long time. We're going to do phases three and four, and we'll describe all that later. Fantastic Beasts, as I was joking, uh, is going to hit theaters. Fantastic Beasts number three. And uh, we're playing our favorite films by Michael Pena when we get to the Michael Pena blend. But before we do all of that, let me introduce... Your co-hosts for the show, starting with Kevin McCarthy of Fox 5 in Washington, D.C. Hello, Kevin. How are you, sir? Sean, good to see you, Jacob. Is this, is this Fantastic Beasts? Like, is this the Goblet of Fire one? I can't remember. I don't even know which one this is anymore. This is um, I'm joking. Furious, I mean, there's Furious just so 7. many of them. Oh, yeah. OK. <laughs> fate, is this the fate of the fate of the beasts? Yes. James okay, Wan okay. directed this one. OK. And cool, there's cool. A, a digital Jude Law. Being I can kind of get behind it. a James Wan. Uh... Now that sounds... Harry Potter wow. universe. Dude, a James Wan R-rated malignant meets Harry Potter universe. Strangely, you pick malignant bit... of all of them. Oh, I for... love malignant. It's just very specific compared to the rest of James Wan's. <laughs> the, isn't that his most recent film? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. sure. Uh, I well, rewatched Gabe... it the other day, so I That's Gabe that Kovach, the producer who's jumping ahead of Sorry. Uh, Jake Hamilton of Fox 32 in Chicago. Hello, Gabe and Jake. How are you guys? You know, I would definitely love if there were like a, a real blend movie trailer. I would want to be the and. Ooh. Oh, I interesting. Love, I, yeah, I think the and is a cool spot. Well, wait, is, and, is, is the and better or the with? Well, with no, usually comes you with usually comes first. So it would be like with Gabe Kovach and Jake Hamilton. Oh, so you and, and, then, I, and then I post and then and then I would get like the stinger line in the trailer. Oh, interesting okay. yeah. on the poster though none of our matches or none of our oh, yeah. names and then all the names our, would be off the face yeah. yeah it would be it would be jake hamilton above kevin mccarthy which is already confusing enough because i don't know if you guys saw that video apparently jake gyllenhaal can't tell the difference between me and kevin yes and the There's other kevin from yahoo kevin. yeah i, I, I also 
Allie, yeah. Allie has yeah, Allie and Plum? Allie, Allie, Allie Plum. Plum. Yeah. yeah, I think Allie, Jake, Kevin from Yahoo, and myself should like get into a room together and just like try like do a bit. That'd be really funny. Like the other day, I saw, and this is again, I'm not comparing ourselves to late night shows, but I loved that Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel switched and did that bit. That was so funny to me. Anyways, random. That is pretty funny. Um, Well, if you're watching us on YouTube so you can see how similarly we all look. uh, Thank you for joining us. Please head down. Give us a like and a subscribe. Turn on your notifications every time a new video posts uh, Fridays for new shows, Mondays for premium shows. You guys be the first ones to hear about it. If you would like to sign up for Real Blend Premium, 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 get your ad free version of the show, an extra segment every single week and a newsletter written by me. Check the descriptions for information on where you can sign up. Um, no real talking points to get to. So let's dive right into the tier list, Gabe. We want to have as much time as possible to do this. Yes. Questions Kev, before can we I start? give a quick update? Um, so I am on the I'm on episode. <laughs> yeah, oh. we know. I know. I'm on episode 21 of season <laughs> oh, okay. three of The Big Bang Theory. Wow. Um, wow. Wait, what's happening? So, what is kind of like the uh, the plot line that's happening right so, now? So right now, I mean, if people, I don't want to spoil it, but based, obviously, you know that uh, Penny you haven't and, seen Big Bang yet. I'm assuming yeah. you don't care about being spoiled. But Penny and Leonard are obviously dating now and uh, I'm waiting for. And so and, and my favorite thing about it, obviously, is Howard and Raj. Their relationship is hilarious, like their friendship. And then um, I know that I'm trying to remember now where. Oh, oh, um, Sheldon just got an award and he was afraid to give this speech. And then he got really hammered and went on stage and, and gave this speech and it went on YouTube. And it's so funny. That whole bit. I think Parsons performance in this show is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. It is. Oh, agree with that. no. It is, no, no. I would I'm agree with you. Telling you, I would agree with you. That character is. I'll keep this brief, but like there's something about the dialogue delivery of every character in that show that I find brilliant. Um, Howard, uh, the character Howard, Howard, uh, who plays him? Uh, Simon Helberg, right? Uh, Helberg. Yep. That there's there's a there's a darkness to the way he delivers his dialogue that is like right on the edge. But it's always really, really like interesting to the way he says it. Um, and then Sheldon, his presence in a room, the way all the way they look, the way they hold themselves and carry themselves in scenes. Um, Leonard, uh, the actor who plays Leonard, is that Johnny Galecki? Yeah, like, Johnny Galecki. The way he looks up and the way he smiles. I am like I'm like blown away by their performances because you spend so much time with these people. And every situation that they're in, I'm interested in. It doesn't matter I, if they're at they're at work and they're eating lunch. It's why they call it a it's, situational. I, I, no, I, know, that, I would like to say that I've been playing the long con for about three years now <laughs> because I always wanted to host a Big Bang Theory fan yeah. podcast. No, so is it going to be you two and, and Quentin is slowly? Yes, it is actually. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's slowly starting to work. So uh, Gabe, if you'd like to produce Sean, you're out. So uh, wait, Gabe, have you seen it? It's cool. Spared. I've seen I've seen a number of episodes, dude. Um, It is like it's my favorite thing now. Like I I, like I'm so with my ADD and everything. It's like that hour and a half of my day where I knock out two or three episodes is like my it's like my meditation. That's nice. How about we just get into our tier list? Let's do that. Good All idea. Right, oh, Could you do a tier I, I, list of Big Bang Theory episodes? No. <laughs> it is getting better maybe. every we'll season. Talk about it. Yeah, it is. Until it gets worse. Didn't Parsons win four consecutive Emmys? Sounds right. Or something like that. All right, That's folks. Insane. And Marvel tier list. We are back. Yes. Finally. Um, I'm going to give a quick update for the audio listeners. Um, check the description 
uh, if you want to spoil yourself and see our finished tier list. But I'll give you a quick update. Uh, last time we did phases one and two, and now we are going to fill in with phases three and four, and that includes the Disney Plus series. I, you know, I remember being like walking away feeling upset about this, but I'm looking at it now and I, like, I feel like everything, like I'm fairly decently okay with just okay. about everything. Sure. So let me run through it. We yeah. have, um, in the F tier, we have Thor, the dark world. I remember. Yeah. No, yeah. In D we have Iron Man two, which I do not believe belongs there. But sure. Okay. Again, listen to our episode 200 to hear our full thoughts about how these ended. Oh, that's when uh, we did it. That's interesting. Episode 200. Yes. Okay. So, and a reminder, all of these are, this was a discussion. The fun part is the discussion about how these ended up here. In the C tier, we have the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 3, and Avengers Age of Ultron. In the B tier, we have Iron Man, Captain America, the first Avenger, and Ant-Man. All the way up in A, we have Guardians of the Galaxy, the first Avengers, and Thor, which I think is probably the most surprising placement that is, for anyone yeah, outside. Seeing that sure. now. That, weirdly makes me happy because i know been, yeah we I, decided been, to put it there this is our list I've, I've been i've been an advocate for kenneth Branagh's thor for yeah. a long time and, and i was happy that and then our sole s tier at the moment is captain america the winter soldier yeah that's fair again that that is the best marvel film so far so mm. yeah I mean, well, we're gonna, I mean, in in this phase that we're that, talking oh, fair, about. Okay, yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, Winter yeah. Soldier is actually still my number one, but we can get to that later. Yeah, personally. Right. Well, let's dive into uh, phase three. We're going to kick things off with Captain America: Civil War. That's an S for me, to be honest with you. I'm going to jump in there and just say <laughs> that's, that's that's top five. That's top yeah. five Marvel for me. I I agree Daenerys with Jake agrees. because yeah, Daenerys agrees. Well, also, Civil War is basically it's. I would argue the third best Avengers movie, right? Because you got Infinity it War. Is, you're one. right. It is basically an Avengers movie. It's 100. Yeah, percent Yeah, and to it's be missing two you, Avengers, and like that's it. Right, and, and I it think introduces Civil two more. Right, it introduces. Yeah. Both. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, we we get Black Panther intro- introduction, and we get um, Spider Man. Spider Man, and, and honestly, like it's funny because you go back to that release of that film and the promotion for that film gave the Spidey cameo away, which I thought right. was so interesting to me because and I get it. It's a great selling point. It helps push the um, narrative forward. But also if you take a step back and actually remember that time when civil war came out, like you're talking about two studios, right. That had to come right. to an agreement to use this character of Spider-Man. Um, and I mean, it, that was unheard of. I, I can't even imagine or I can't even believe that still happened, yeah. that they were able to agree that and have Spider-Man jump over into this Disney uh, film. But it's just fascinating. But Civil War, no question. Yeah, if you Air, would like the, to hear the full story of how that happened, I uh, would. There's, a, there's a book coming out on November 1st. Now I would like to read that. Sean, <laughs> we have two S's. Where are you putting it? Here's the only reason why I would hold off on calling it an S, because mm-hmm. initially I'm with you guys. I, I think that this is an S also. But you're going to Gabe's going to yell at us eventually if we have too many S's. Right. Like, but but Gabe specifically issue? said not to do that. Gabe specifically said not to judge stuff by looking ahead and thinking of where you're going to put it later. So yes, I say it's an S. You're saying S? I'm OK with S. I, I think mean, it's, it's hard to say it's not an S because it does so much. The and airport so scene good. alone it's great. Is the airport scene alone? You can't. T'Challa is fantastic. Yeah, the way they introduce yeah. Black Panther and Wakanda, you know, in the middle of this movie. Spider Man is great because it's Spider Man, and it is a perfect introduction, and he has some great scenes. But like T'Challa is even. Better. Oh yeah. Also, also if you can't really read the font for where each location is, they make it really big. 
They do. So you know it's exactly helpful. where it is. True. That was true. New York. Queens. Queens. Another, I kind of <laughs> like their title cards um, in, in that sense. But accessible I, title cards. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, I, think no, I love it, that look. It's like a chapter. Um, but when I, another scene in that film that I think is really powerful, that's kind of it's not an action scene. It's just it's when Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans are in that boardroom again. And they're, and they're, mm-hmm. and they're essentially going over the, the 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 reason why they're split and the Avengers have to stop. Um, I always found that to be a really fascinating storyline. But those two in that scene, um, right. just really powerful. That, that's why the Marvel films are so great. And I, this is oh. not something that's new. But one thing we have to remember when we think about these Marvel films is like people always say, oh, they're Hollywood is inundated with superheroes and Marvel films. The greatest right. actors that are working right now are working in these movies. Like we're talking yeah. about Downey Some is a yeah. masterclass actor. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, Elizabeth Dude. Olsen, uh, Oscar Paul Isaac and Ethan Hawke are crushing it in Moon Knight right now. We're yeah. talking about the best caliber. I mean, obviously, Daniel Day-Lewis and Bradley Cooper's in the MCU. I mean, he's the best. He's an amazing actor. I'm sorry. He is. An I, I still actor. think a flashback with Tom Hanks' Uncle Ben would be amazing. Uh, All right, let's keep it moving. We have Doctor Strange up next. S. Jesus, two S's in a row. I would have said. It's uh, not I would have said A. I would have said B. I would say B. I don't okay love Doctor Strange. Oh, I would have said my... B, but I could I could go up to an A because it is visually different yeah, so for visually me, different than anything for me that that's seen. why i mean honestly it's, that's a pretty to, weak reason to give it a whole bump though well, well, no, it's, it's, honestly if i were if i were to break i would probably go i i would push it down to b before elevating it to s um yeah. because it, because for me i'm with sean that that it, for me it's all about the visuals if you don't if you guys don't think visuals is enough to put it in the a tier then i'd say bump it to b Okay, so I originally said S because it is one of my top 10 MCU films. I think A is a good compromise. I think the visual language of it is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. It's the best looking Marvel film at up to the point of that when that film came out. Nothing had visually looked that good in terms so of special different. effects. Um, so different. On top of that, though, the origin story. Okay, well, the origin Continue. story, I think, is the origin story is phenomenal. Um, it's Iron it's, Man, isn't it? That's fine, yeah. I mean, it, it, but but I I I love his. Here's why I love the film. I'll tell you why. It's more about Benedict's arc. Um, I think Benedict Cumberbatch's performance in that film was brilliant. As the film opens, we're in that surgery room. He's going over his pretentious numbers about album dates, and then that character gets in that horrible car crash, and that makes him vulnerable. And he can't not be vulnerable in his mind. He's like, I have to be strong. I got to figure out how to get the surgery. But as the film goes on, he slowly breaks down um, right. and becomes. Dude, you could take Strange. this description and tell me you're talking about Iron Man, and it would it would fit perfectly. Yeah. I actually disagree with you. I think Tony Stark's arc isn't as emotionally uh, brilliant as as uh, Cumberbatch's. I think Tony Stark kind of stays the same throughout the MCU. He has his ups and downs and his emotions, but at the end of the day, he's still that he Tony definitely Stark. Doesn't stay the same. I feel like he does until like, he becomes a father and he becomes he becomes completely selfless. That's the I'm whole, not that's saying his that there's, I'm not saying it's a one note performance. I'm saying that Tony Stark still is Tony Stark, even when he's gone through the emotional arc or the well, emotional so is Stark. Stephen Strange. Stephen Strange is still I, an asshole. I don't agree that he's an Scooby asshole. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, that shit is him that's being an joke. asshole. Uh, it's a joke in the movie, but it's him being it's him being that well, guy. He, I, no, I agree. He's, he's mad that he's Spider-Man just made him break a spell that opened up the universe. Okay, that brought I, in I know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're talking about why he said I'm just saying he's still he's st- in the same way that Tony Stark is not selfish, but he's still quippy yeah. and arrogant. 
Stephen Strange is also still Stephen Strange. Okay. He's just he's more well rounded. That's, that's right, then, I agree that he has an arc. I'm not saying it's a trash movie. I'm saying it's a B. Um, but we can go with A if you feel I, a, S I, A. I, I would I would movie. break closer to well, Sean. Where are you at? Michael Giacchino's score. Yeah, I, I mean, was gonna. Okay, here's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say B initially, but I'm probably leaning closer to A because I think okay. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, I think, is fantastic as the angel. Yes, one. yes. She's has a great, great choice. She would um, tell's great. I really do think that the visual language of the way that they convey his powers and the different realms that he can access is kind of pivotal uh, to how they like the entire way that they do the fight in in reverse at yes, the end is really fantastic. Mads Mikkelsen. Um, yeah, Mads is a great villain. Uh, Benedict Wong is a tr- tremendous addition to it. Like the, and, and the casting of Benedict as Doctor Strange is is like not as good as Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, but it's up there. Like it's pretty yeah. much up there. So and for all those reasons, I'm giving it, I'd go, I'd go a, and I will clarify, like, obviously like Tony is not a one note, but I do believe that Cumberbatch's arc is stronger okay. in the first Dr. Strange versus the first Iron Man. That's all. Uh, Dr. Strange. We'll put it at an A. Clearly, Tony gets a crazy emotional arc towards Endgame. That's a different story, though. I wish we had more of uh, of the gratuitously selfish surgeon in Doctor Strange to to like. I mean, we only get a scene of him, you know, before no, his accident. Kind of no, thing. you 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 get that one scene, but then you also get the way he is when he wakes up from the accident, and he's still yeah. an ass um, until he is thrown into the streets. Basically, when he goes to um, the moment Comitage. he goes to that basketball court and he meets that guy who walked away from, you know, you know, the moment his arc shifts, it's that guy in physical therapy who who calls him out. And he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, oh, I had a guy walk in here one day and he walked out and, and then he was walking again. And like and that guy calls him. He calls him out on his BS in that moment. Yeah. And is that and Benjamin Bratt? It was Benjamin. No, Bratt, no, the gen- no, it's the gentleman. Benjamin Bratt's the guy playing basketball. The guy that is okay. at physical therapy is like a gentleman who works there who's trying to help him with his hands. And okay, stuff. cool. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Guardians, score also. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's C. A, that's a C. C. C? Yeah. If, yeah. if Guardians of the Galaxy is an A, I feel like Volume yeah. Two is a B. No, uh, oh, it was you think a it's C? a C? My only it's a C. The one thing about Two that I loved was Michael Rooker's <laughs> character. Michael Rooker's arc was amazing. I'm just um, saying we're putting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two on the level of the Incredible Hulk. I just want us to yeah, think about you, that. Age it of is, Ultron. It's Age of Ultron. It is like, one not, of the MCU movies I never rewatch. Yeah, I just don't rewatch it. Um, I don't think it's that interesting of a story. No. Yep. I think the third act is a colossal CGI. Agreed. You know, okay. clusterfuck. Yep. Insert yep. MCU movie. But OK, fine. All right. Um, and here. The, the the way that they separate the team um, made it like there's a mission with Rocket and and oh, but baby Groot is really cute. Like, baby really Groot is great. The father son yeah, stuff is Groot. great. Yeah. Yeah, you get baby know, Groot that's what, that's what keeps it from being a D. He has to kill his dad. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't resonate the way that I think that they wanted it to. Oh. But Yondu is that that's the best arc in that film. Like, yeah, I, I would like, agree with that. Well, it, what's funny is they gave he finds out gave, he had a dad all along. That's amazing. Well, they gave Rooker. See, they gave Rooker basically the the storyline that the, they they gave Rooker the ability to branch out like they did with Hawkeye in Ultron, um, which I don't think worked oh, in Ultron. The family but I, aspect, but I liked this going out and kind of giving him more of a arc. Um, it's definitely so you guys, a C, you guys all say C. Jeez. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. Wow, it was fine. James, James Gunn, we still want to have you on the show. 
It was fine. <laughs> it's okay. It was I mean, fine as a B, though. Look at these. Look at these C's. Iron Man three, Age of Ultron, and Incredible Hulk. That's what I actually. Yeah, yeah. To me, I, that, I actually that fits really. Wow. I really like Age of Ultron, and I really like Incredible Hulk. I really Hulk. like. Yeah, I would say I, I still think wow. Hulk should be higher, but Hulk should be a D. You should be a D. You are <laughs> a D. I, agree with that. I know. Um, I, I don't think. I think. Yeah. I think Hulk's right, too I, high. I completely Aww. disagree, but we'll I'm outmatched. Um, we you you know we've landed on a on a good order whenever we all walk away unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um Spider-Man Homecoming. S. Yeah, uh, I put that S too. You guys were gonna say that. A. But my problem is is that like the next three out of four, and right. I know we're not supposed to do this, the next three out of four, I want to make S's. Right. So yeah. I don't know what to do. I think Homecoming no way. I think is four, an S. I think it's an A. I think it's Homecoming. an A. But the scene in the limo uh, with uh, Keaton and, and Holland is the is, is an S, but it's okay. not enough. Gabe, what are your thoughts? I, I I think it's I think Homecoming is better than everything we have in the A category, but it's worse than everything we have in the S category. I think so S, now I, so I, think, I don't know what that means. I think S should be special. I think S should be definitive. Is that Here's what my problem for? with Homecoming. That entire boat sequence is really terrible CGI. You th- it's not no, good it's CG. Not. Oh, it's not good CG. When like the Iron Man, it's been a while since so I've seen the Iron it being bad. I don't love us harping too much on CGI for these kinds of. Ra- it just I don't know. It Ooh. seems like kind of because CGI is always eventually all CGI is going to not look great as we get more and more. I also real. think it, it looks just, really good as long as That's, the story works. I don't know. That's my own personal business. But here's my defense of Homecoming. I think it's the best interpretation of Spider-Man in a universe where all of those characters already exist. Yes. They they bring him up to speed almost instantly. I don't even mind making Tony Stark his mentor. Like I think that that's okay for the way that they introduce him. It's great. I don't love the technical suit, like the suit with all the bells and whistles. Because Agreed. Agreed. I just think Spider Man is supposed to be a, a kid, you know, a kid who's cash strapped and sewing his own uniform, and that's essentially why. I think the final moments of No Way Home is like my favorite, you know, thing that I've ever seen. So you're gonna have you're gonna have all three of these in the S tier. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, No Way Home is not an S. Not for sure. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But Michael Keaton is a tremendous villain. I love the way that they uh, made him a villain that is based off of uh, the Battle of New York and his ability to want to uh, clean up the area and getting. Trumped by Tony Stark and and damage control. The design of the vulture suit is terrific. All the kids that they've surrounded him with in Homecoming are fantastic. Like Ned Leeds gets on my nerves eventually, but he's amazing in the first movie. Um, Zendaya is great in the first movie. Uh, It's it's terrific. It's it's fantastic from top to bottom. Tom Holland. If you guys haven't gone back and rewatched it in a long time, like he's perfect. He's perfect. Peter Parker. Yes. And and Homecoming is better than uh, Far From Home. But Civil War is better than Homecoming. Well, yeah, it is, but I think that they're still on it. They're uh, they're all S level movies. I mean, I mean, Homecoming yeah, is not, top five MCU for me, so I, I feel like by definition that would put it it's in. That's uh, pretty okay. Yeah, uh, my point was just I think S should be. If you're on the fence, then it should be an A, just because S should be hard to get into. Mm-hmm. I think because they're especially with Marvel because there's so many good. movies. Okay, I mean, I, then then I guess I would be, okay. Then by de- that definition, I would put it in A. But you two say S. I feel S. I feel a. Ooh, I've been two saying S's a. and two A's. I'm, 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 but I'm on the fence between A and S. So I don't know yeah, if that, that I feel like it, it makes it, that it, puts it over the fence. I guess it makes it an S. You're a we're two and a half S's. Um, I like it as an S. I like it as an S. I think yeah. it's great. Well, now, here's the problem: is it? I want this next one to be an S. I think Thor no Ragnarok way. is an S. No way! Oh, oh it's a B. absolutely. It's a B. I, 
I know Kevin doesn't B. like it. You cannot give this a B in Doctor a. Strange and A. In Dude, Doctor oh, Strange for its yeah. visuals oh, and A. Doctor Strange, Strange down. Doctor Strange destroys Ragnarok. No. Just not even, no. even on the same level. No. Oh my I don't God. think we have. I don't think we can rehash <laughs> this. We just have to accept that you have you have completely different feelings about Ragnarok. Kevin yeah, doesn't do, like but... the humor of Ragnarok, and that's a serious concern. Like, if he doesn't yeah. like yeah, the yeah, humor no. of it, then the movie doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I, mean, it's, it's I do comedy. love the humor. That's so where are we? I I'm at an A. I'd be at an A with Ragnarok. I couldn't go and, and, lower than an A. Never yeah, absolutely not. I would say S, but and I would begrudgingly <laughs> agree S. to an A. It's a it's it's a not even top fifteen MCU. For you, that's top. fine. That's fine. Dude, I understand that it doesn't work five. for you, but I, I can't. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. It doesn't work for you, but you're very much in the minority on that. Let me but I don't see. mind being in the minority. I'm also in the minority uh, about Christopher Nolan's movies. Not blaming you. Blame you for fine. being the minority. I don't that. mind. I want to pull up my list because I think I have it top ten, and in which case I have it top ten. I could. Uh, Ragnarok no, is not I, even no, I don't close I to don't. top ten. I don't even have a top fifteen to be it's honest. Not, with wow. It's not top fifteen. I'm telling you, it's not. In which it case, is, I would though. have to go. I'm gonna go A comfortably. I like and, A. Uh, I'll take A. I, I, I think it see. should be an Fine. S, but I also think it should be an S. I it's think it's definitely not. I'm, none of the Thor movies should be S's. Well, well, no, uh, this one is the one that I would put up for it if I had yeah. to. Yeah, this is the one I put because you I mean you guys just had that conversation about how. Doctor Strange is this whole new visual thing. Like, yeah, Thor Ragnarok is a better. complete Thor Ragnarok is a complete. My point is not that you like it. My point is that it is definitively and inarguably a completely different entry into the MCU and a completely different entry for Thor. And it doesn't work for you. And that's fine. That's, a, you know, that's a personal opinion and a complete respect for that. But it has that it, it has that notch on the belt of like it's a completely fresh take. Yeah, it like, is. like all, it is. all the all the reasons you guys were complimenting Doctor Strange. That's you my can't compliment Doctor Strange without also complimenting Ragnarok. You know what's also better than Ragnarok? Ant Man. The first we're one. not there yet. Oh, yeah. oh no, Stop. we are there. Yeah. No, 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 no. no we yeah. that. That kind of fun. All right, I think we're we're sold on A. I think it sounds like what it balances out to. Basically, my vote doesn't count. What'd you say? Didn't you say <laughs> B? Oh, no, it you does. Like your your I vote brought joking. it down because because yeah. we wanted S's. Yeah. Oh, you all I wanted S's. Be. Well, no, no he I said Sean. Sean wanted A. Gabe and I wanted S. Two S's. I think Sean's closer to a B than we think. I would lean either way. It's still closer to B, but I still say it's A. Either way, it's an A if he says split the difference. Oh, here's one thing. Here's here's a thing that separates it a little bit for me that that doesn't make it as groundbreaking or as different. Uh It doesn't introduce new characters in the way that the that other MCU movies do. It it plays with a lot of the characters that we already knew. It's more Loki. Uh, It's a different version of Hulk, but it's more Hulk, basically. Um, Hela is an interesting villain, but I don't think they did enough with her necessarily. Um, and Valkyrie is a good addition, but not to the level where I'm like, this is a tremendous, you know, sign of growth for the MCU. But it's I a feel good like what they did to the character of Thor himself changed him in such a way that made him an funny. infinitely better character within the not MCU. Not more than Infinity War, though. Oh, and some people will tell you that funny Thor is not the way to go. Yes, I, I don't I don't like the humor in Ragnarok. I think the oh, actions. Now, do you have a well, we've, we've discussed this before? I think it's I, funny. I, I love Taika Waititi humor. Yeah, same. I lo- I loved him in Free Guy. I I loved Jojo in Free Guy. Oh, I loved him in Free Guy. So we're on the opposite sides of what yeah. we like about Taika. Okay, yeah, that's this is true. All right. Now on to Black Panther. That's a B for me. Oh, you think B? So for me, wow. it has. I, I don't think I could go lower than an A. I'm gonna go A because of Killmonger. I was gonna say Killmonger to me is the like the best yeah. villain in the MCU. I think he's the most human villain in the MCU. He has him the and most Thanos. 
Thanos is great, but I, but Thanos feels very, <clears throat> they're different in the sense that Killmonger feels very real. Killmonger feels very one of us and human. And like, he has mm-hmm. very real stakes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas, uh, uh, um, Thanos is a bit, you know, com- he's very much comic book larger than life and his, this grand things, which are great. They're two different things. Um, I, I think my, my issue with Black exciting. Panther is that it's one of those scenarios in which Black Panther is unfortunately the least interesting character in the Black Panther movie. I see Does what you're matter? saying. I mean, if, but, if the movie's good, the movie's good. I understand what you're saying, but Chadwick is so good. He's, He's yeah, so he is, of course. good in the yeah. part um, that I, I can't knock it below an A. And um, I... And I also, but Ludwig's he, score was amazing. Uh, the that entire the way runner, they recorded that score is amazing. Yeah, and the one or fight in the um, in the casino is um, is it a yeah. casino is incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, the car chase after is really car great. chase yeah. is great. And you know we we mentioned CGI, so I we, we should mention. I don't, it is I don't a think the, I don't think the waterfall stuff looked great, but in the, the final act, a lot of the final and, and this isn't a, this isn't a matter of like well it doesn't look as good as it did when it came out. It was actively not good CGI when it hit theaters. Yeah, yeah. and then and like, there was I always blame, that rumor that it was because of Infinity War. That I they put all Infinity the resources. For that. Yeah. yeah, but I also, but, but the, like, but the like, context the 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 artistic context of that fight, the story behind it, the story yes. about like him alluding to the underground railroad in America mm-hmm. with the sure. underground railroad in Wakanda. Like all that stuff is so rich. He's, he has one of the most oh. rich palettes of symbolism. Sure. I mean, and I'm, I'm not going to like in the MCU. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, for me, it was a B, but like, I, it's not, I'm not so passionate about it being a B that I'm going to like throw a fit if it's an A, like I'm I, perfectly yeah. fine with it being an A. I think A has to happen because for me personally, I'm, bo- because, I'm borderline S, but I, I totally am happy with the name. I think I'm sure. on, well, see, I wouldn't go S because because probably some of the CG, but overall, yeah. in terms of like like because what Gabe was saying, my two favorite MCU villains, hands down, are Thanos and Killmonger, and I think Killmonger. I remember talking to Michael B. Jordan about that at the junket about like the layered aspect of his character. I mean, the guy has scars on his body for over a hundred people or so he's killed, but I care so much about him at the end of the film and kind of what he went through. And like Gabe was saying, there's like a, the brilliance of Killmonger's arc from childhood to death, which I don't think he's really dead, but we can argue that later. Um, I just think it's a brilliant performance. And I think it's one of the greatest characters in a comic book film that I've ever seen. That's why I have to put it in a, he's just amazing. We all agree on the a, it sounds like. Yeah. I think the, the way that they realized Wakanda is very similar to the way that they realized uh, Asgard. And they're both completely different, but mm. believable in the situation, in the scenarios uh, in which they're presented. And it makes me think when they finally do like a Submariner movie that Atlantis is going to be pretty oh, wow. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Ryan Coogler. Coogler's great. Coogler. But I I love the the debate of uh, we have all of this really precious uh, material and we have this amazing skill set uh, as Wakandans. Do we keep it for ourselves uh, or do we share it with the rest of the world? That, that to me was one of the most interesting yeah. uh, dynamics uh, holding up the middle of a movie uh, in the MCU. So my, one of my biggest complaints about Black Panther, and, and I guess it's not really a complaint because he's just so good. I wish Andy Circus's character continued somehow because yeah. he was so fascinating. Like I loved the just it's a the great chaotic. performance. Oh, it was awesome. That whole he's one of the, energy. He's one of yeah. the best character actors working in the sense that he can. He's so good at just building a complete, complete yeah. visually. Uh, mannerisms, speech, everything. He kind of yep. just builds a really fleshed out. Also, character. I'm getting chills thinking about just that scene when B- Michael B. Jordan walks into the room in Wakanda for the first time. And he says, hey, yeah, auntie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and just also like Ludwig's score 
even early on when when um, the beginning is amazing when he drops into that fight in, at nighttime uh, for Chadwick's character. But when right. Michael B. Jordan's character, that initial part where they're robbing that museum mm-hmm. of whatever it is, that there's like this hip hop bass uh, score that plays there. That was so awesome. I, I just love the way Ludwig found this like this this really awesome tone for his score. It really set it apart from any other film in the MCU. I thought it was awesome. All He's right. great. We have that firmly in A, uh, and we move on to Avengers Infinity War. S. Yeah, that's an S. Can we put, is there anything S? higher than an S? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is the issue with putting all these other ones at S, is you look at this and you go, oh, is there one and better than this? So this is the point that I'm trying to make. Do you guys really think Infinity War is the same level as Homecoming? It's not about it being the same level. It's not about them being exactly the I, same. I don't we, think we, Ragnarok we only is the same have... level as uh, as Thor 1, but they're on the same level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, again. It's we the can do this all day. But Thor are, 1's better than Ragnarok. There's, there's nuance the within each tier, boys. There's Infinity War is an S. It's a flawless movie. There's nothing wrong with it. It's probably the... It's probably the it's interesting. We talk about favorite and best on the show. Infinity War is the best film the MCU's ever made. Correct. Just from a pure editing, pacing, performance, Correct. storytelling. I can't argue with that. Do you have any idea how hard that is to juggle all Impossible. of those characters? Yeah. Impossible. I also found that interesting. I know we talk about Endgame a lot in the show, but and this is not like groundbreaking what I'm about to say, but you think about the task the Russos had to end that arc of 23 whatever films and, and, and somehow bring emotionally driven arcs to every single one of them. Every okay. even even Black Panther walking through the portal. That's an arc. Like the whole thing is like incredible. It is. And I do not want to steal any focus away from Joe and Anthony Russo. They absolutely are the writers great for what they are. But Marvel is a is a and I'm reading that that two pronged Marvel Studios, the history of like so much of what sets them apart is how there are so many core voices at the top, you know, and it's Feige and it's and Lou Esposito and it's Victoria Alonso. And it's all these people who who make these decisions. So because they're paying attention to every detail. Yeah. Uh, and I find that fascinating because you're right. Like there shouldn't be all those moments uh, that no. hit the way that they hit. Uh, and and they talked it was this is really interesting because I'm at the pretty early stages of it. And they said in in years past, when a blockbuster would run into an issue, uh, they would hire a script doctor or bring in additional editors. Um, and Marvel was the first one that was like, nobody understands this material better than we do. So we're going to hunker down and fix what doesn't work right now. Mm. Uh, and that's what ha- has helped all of their movies uh, and 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 kept them, you know, in, and some will say they're all sort of generic or formulaic or they fit the Marvel mold. But I think it's I think it's Marvel doing what they do best. And that's what's sure. led to this this uh, saga, essentially. So right. also what's unanimous really fascinating S? to me, unanimous S, right? Yes. I do want to mention one more thing that going back to the Russos for a second. um, In terms of I'm I'm bringing up CGI again, just for a different reason. The the majority of the behind the scenes footage I saw for Infinity War was just all these characters on this gigantic green screen with pieces of sets. Right. And I know that that's filmmaking. Filmmaking is magic. Filmmaking is creating the world and bringing us into it. But if you're the Russos, right, and you are the directors of Endgame and Infinity War and you the director's job is to go up to the actor and talk them through the scene and walk with them a bit. Right. And kind of like make it make sense to me. That's why they're so brilliant, because if you're juggling dozens of people on a green screen, it's actually going to end up being this planet or this moment or 
Thor's uh, entrance into into Wakanda. Right. And that all works somehow that for these Mm -hmm. actors to make sense of it, your director has to be so good that they have to make you. And and that to me, that's the fascinating part about these Marvel films is that they're so grounded, but they're really big CGI fests. And it's really Mm -hmm. an interesting thing to think about. So that's a hard hard work. Um, Let's move on to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. D feels C or D feels right. D, I, I, I'm okay on D. I didn't love Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. I love the first one. I, well, I was, when I was I, doing my rewatch uh, back through, it was a skippable one. The chase I, I, scene I with the, the chase scene I, with the smaller, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It's just very okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I have a, you could, I, I don't think I, it's a D. I'm okay with a C. I think it's a C not feels D. Right. I, I would. I, I guess I would say C, but like edging toward B. Yeah, it's not as good as the first uh, Ant-Man. B? Get out of here. I, I like it better than the first Ant-Man. Oh, do I you do. really? Yes. It does nothing new. It, 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 it was in a tough spot, though, right? All of the gimmicks though, right? in it. Oh, well, I see what you're saying. You mean from the gimmick. I thought you meant um, All of the MCU gimmicks wise. and tricks. Yeah, I don't mean story-wise. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like, the, the, the interesting things that come of it are still just the, I'm making something bigger or smaller in the middle of a fight. Like... You know, a salt shaker or fill in the blank. Like the most interesting mm-hmm. thing to it is them getting sucked into the uh, him getting trapped in, in the um, right. quantum realm and, uh, you know, them disintegrating. And that's this all is the second episode we've dedicated to ranking Marvel movies. Tell me the, the value of doing new stuff. What? What are you okay. talking about? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Rewinding back to the earlier part of the conversation. Michael Douglas is in the MCU. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer. High yeah. caliber. Glenn Close. Wait, Glenn Close. She's, yeah, she's, in, in, uh, she's in the first Guardians. Yeah. Oh, With John C. Yeah. Riley. Robert Redford is in the MCU, for God's yeah. sakes. Robert Redford's great in the MCU. Yeah. Okay, I would say C. Yeah, we can do C. Fine. I, I, yeah, I like Fine. C for it. Again, I, I like it. It's not it. a D. It's not a D. I it's like it. I just never really want to rewatch. Like, I'm like, oh, it's fun. And, and it has some good stuff. It's and completely forgettable. You guys should watch Ant-Man 1 again. I'm good. I have. I have multiple times. It's fine. Excellent. Yeah, it's a C. It's fine. No, it's a D. All right, we have a few left in this phase. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. uh, That is, honestly, that's a C for me. Yeah. So it's kind of bland MCU. Yeah. It It took us back to phase one. It's like phase one, which I know we have a lot of phase ones that are up here, but yeah. I'm going to say C as well. So two things I want to point out. One, uh, I think she's great in the character. She's great. That's exactly what I'm about to say. She's great. But the the film has no voice in terms of direction. Mm, It it felt it felt like a like it was just pieced together like like cookie cutter in terms of like, okay, this goes here. This goes there. Also, I found the some of the editing to be clunky. um, But I will say and this is just a personal thing. And I don't, I don't think this merits it going any higher, but it does have one of my favorite Stan Lee cameos because it's a good one. Mall no, rats, that's a great one. Which like one's Mall his rats, in this? So he's in, he's reading the mall rats script in the nineties. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. And I, I, cause to me, my favorite Stan Lee cameo ever is in mall rats. When he talks to Jason Lee, um, is he playing Stan his, Lee in the, yeah. in that cameo? Yeah. He's Stan Lee yeah. as Stan Lee. Yeah. Is that the only time yeah. he ever plays himself? No, I no, no. So, yeah. In, in Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel. Oh. Is he reading the script like, I'm, am I going to cameo uh, in Marvel? Yes. So yeah. is that the only time he's ever played Stan Lee in the MCU? Versus being a watcher or being a guy, I think so. guy on a thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's kind of cool. A, I agree with you. Great. That's, that's, a, that's a great one. 
that was my favorite part of that whole movie, which is probably not a good thing because that movie. Oh, oh I do want to mention. <laughs> it's just very OK. Lashana Lynch is really good in it. She's good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought is she, she coming. Good. Is she coming back? Is the are we going yeah. back at all to. No, she dies. And, so oh, does that mean anything? True. One of the fascinating yeah. things I found, about, I, found, I found about Captain Marvel, though, is this. If you look at the way the Russos use the character in Endgame, like they, I feel like they understood the character better. What? It, I, sorry, oh, I'm going to interject. Yeah, Sean, what is the Marvels? Uh, it's a Captain Marvel sequel, essentially. Right. But it's going to be. Is it going to have Miss um, Marvel, who we will meet in a TV show before that, Kamala yeah, Khan? Kamala, right? And okay, it's going to yeah. pull in um, the the uh, character we met in WandaVision. Whose name I'm blanking on? Right um, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Deshaun, Deshaun, uh, Tiana Paris. Tiana Paris. Oh, I like but her. I forget her. What's her character name? name? It's like uh, I don't know. It's like some kind of signal thing, Flash, something. Yeah, she's going to be in the Marvels, and Miss Marvel is going to be in the Marvels. But that's the thing: when she came back, and when her character came back from dusting mm-hmm. in WandaVision, um, Lashana Lynch's character was in her hospital bed, and she had died. She, like that's she, right. Yeah. She was so in we're the not going to go back at when all. she dusted away. And when she yeah. returned, her her mom had been dead for five that's years. That's right. That's so. right. That's right. I also well, maybe she'll come back in with some flashbacks. She could. She's great. I also I don't, I don't mean to go backwards here, but I just was looking at the tier list. I also have to mention for Black Panther another reason why it's a soundtrack. Okay. Kendrick Lamar's soundtrack. Oh that yeah, that's album of the year that year. Could have unbelievable been album. Yeah, um, yeah. And an un, and, and it fit the movie perfectly. All right, let's let's keep it moving. We're putting Captain, Captain Marvel at C, a right? C. It's a yeah. C. C for Captain Marvel. Um, Avengers Endgame. Yes. Here's where we fight. Because Jake thinks it's an A, right? Oh, Jake, does Jake, Jake thinks Jake it's a B. It's, Jake probably thinks it's a C. Jake, what do you think it is? Uh, it's that's a B. Wow. 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 Endgame. I gotta go. I S. mean, I mean, it's. A, they they do a time heist and they go into another Marvel movie and do a time heist and that's a and, and, and that's the, not even the the, the crescendo, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like the the Battle of New York crazy. when they jumped in there for the first time. This, that, this, gonna, this, this this is the one that I accepted that like I, my vote's gonna have no no weight to it. absolutely I absolutely do not believe it should be an S. But if it yeah. ends up an S, there, so like there's nothing. It's you gonna know. be impossible for it to be an S. I well I, I guess I don't know. I can list reasons why it's an S. The elevator re, re uh, the elevator well, scene I, going again. To, you, you, I would say you're, 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 you're listing scenes that I'm fully yeah, aware yeah, exist, no, but no, it's no. not going to change my opinion on them. That's okay. But here's the thing: I, when we have a the favorite versus best conversation, uh-huh. I, I have accepted the fact that Endgame qualifies as my favorite or one of my well now no way home tops it (laughs) but i can understand that some people might not think it's the best because you know getting through a lot of the stuff that has to happen in the first half of it takes a while but the culmination of it like everything that happens from from the moment that they confront thanos Mm -hmm. with the three original avengers um with cap having to you know uh, his, yeah, his shield the, being the, the broken. Fi- the final act is fantastic. They're like the final it's like battle, everything. but but there's a lot of stuff about like to me. 
it just i mean if we're talking about comparing it to infinity war it just doesn't flow as well it doesn't hit the beats as well but i think that's it, why they're two different movies though i think it's oh, different and, and one's better than the other okay all right <laughs> and, and, and what 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 infinity war does all the things that we listed all that we liked about it i don't think Endgame does as well and i really 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 dislike fat thor I think that's weird. He, okay, that's wild. That is that's a. He's uh, funny. He's just a fun character. I don't. Now, Endgame is not the time to be funny. Like oh. you, you, you had twenty two oh, movies to be funny. What do you mean? They and, were funny and, and, in all of them. Every Marvel movie is know, sense of humor like, in like, it. But in, okay, but like the last time we met these guys, we killed off half their friends. Like, yeah, but it's years gone. Joke. They've grew, like that's the idea. Is it's I just, years have passed. Just and they're weird, trying to. They're trying like a to. Weird tone. It's like it's like it's like after after, you know, I don't Empire know. Strikes I, Back making a movie with like little furry bears. I feel like bears? it took like six months for a worldwide pandemic to start to feel like, oh, this is just what life has always been like. And they were dealing with the the snap for five years. Like, well, just I, I, aside laugh. from the, uh, Yeah. Aside from the humor, which which was Kevin's excuse for not loving Ragnarok, aside from the humor, which I don't like, I just don't think that it that it edits or flows or as is right. for me as rewatchable of, as yeah. of a film. Here's what I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do next year. I'm going to play the Oscars game. And when I win, Kevin oh. is getting locked in a room. He's watching Ragnarok three times in a row. <laughs> and Jake is watching Endgame. <laughs> well, you have to be perfection. Make, that was my last score. Make man. you love it. It's make an you love S. It. It's an S for the scene where uh, Paul Rudd is eating a taco and the Quinjet <laughs> <Yes. quinges, laughs> lands and blows everything out of it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, also don't, I also don't like the I don't like the, the new Hulk. I forget what he's called. I don't like that. Smart Hulk? Like Professor Hulk. Hulk? Yeah, I don't I, like I, I don't like that. I was sitting uh, down with the Russos for um, uh, for <laughs> Endgame. It was like but it was like after the release. So I could ask of anything I wanted to ask. Right. And I brought the tacos. Like I had to. to. The yeah. taco scene is hilarious. Are we, we going to capitulate? Him a little taco. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the, the, the wind and the lettuce flying everywhere. It's are amazing. We, question: Are we going to capitulate and go with A? Do we all three think S? Gabe, you're an S. I would. Yeah, I'd probably put it. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I would. I don't know what I would knock it for. I, I think I, it's an I, S I too. Enjoy it. It is it is without question the it's greatest just, theatrical experience right. I have ever had. Jake, and, was and the for premiere. that alone. Yeah. For that Jake, alone, it has to be an S. This makes it like an A plus plus technically, but we don't have that tier. So it's an S. I, feel I mean, like we have I put I, it at an S. Three yeah. to one. Do I go through? I know I usually do the math. I try to average, but the average here is so way above an A. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start start throwing out arbitrary S's just to throw off the right. the, the, <laughs> the grade curve. Fun. That's not fun. All right, we're gonna put it at an S. Well, yes. this is an S too. Yeah. But. Yes. yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna call with that. Let's let's get through this last one um, before we take a break. But we have uh, Spider Man Far From Home rounding this is out an S for me. This uh, phase. That's that's a that's a B for me. I think it's a B. I'm okay a with B? A B. I think it's okay. I'm okay with it being a B. Kevin, a, Kevin, you think it's an A though because it's it's a, it's about film. It's filmmaking. I know you love that part, right? Which I agree with. It's great. It's amazing. That movie's um, incredible. But I think it's. I think a. it's it's. Or an S. It's I think strong. It's, an it's I'm strong. an A or B. To me, the um. Uh, the a lot of the like twists and turns are really projected. They're like really. You can clock those early about like who's going to do what. Um, and there's a, for every sequence that that works, and and there are quite a few sequences. There there are some that are just like, that, like the whole thing with him on the bus and like like distracting people. Like oh look a goat, and goats. he jumps out, and he like 
like get it's has very, to get the drone it sort of rehashes like, oh, a like, lot yeah, of um, well that just sort of feels like what you got the movie wasn't long enough and you had to like add a sequence you had to add sure. something to do with the there, there's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't we work all like me. it though we all i mean i think we all oh, like it's it. a b yeah. oh i'm at an s so i don't know where we're going with it but that's where I'm i at. think it puts us at an a because I'm, I'm feeling a uh wait wait, wait sean what did you say i said a you b said, I, oh you I said a b do, oh i actually do kind of think it's a b because wait, wait, I wouldn't, we have two B's and S and an A. Where I thought he go? said A, so I wouldn't put it on the level, and, and and I really love it, and I'm a Spider-Man junkie, but I, I wouldn't put it on the level of the movies that are on A right now. And I would say since we, since we're doing pluses and minuses, I would say it's a B minus. But we're not doing pluses and minuses. Well, we did pluses and minuses when it helped in game. No, no, I said it technically, like at the averages makes it around there. Okay, but, well, but it doesn't well, exist. Average, average. The B average minus here is for, like for a score. B plus plus, right? Yeah, so yeah, B plus. S, I'm like a, a B plus, oh. but it's like a B plus oh. plus. Which when we did that for in game, we put well, it. Well, Gyllenhaal's terrific. I think it's an um, A. I think we have to put it with an S uh, and an A. And I can be, con- uh, I can't be convinced uh, of an S, but it's a firm. It does a. not belong in that. Look at okay. look at that A. Look at that A tier. You tell me that okay. belongs there. It that is, right. that is belong. not a B though. A B. That it's is not a B. Far from home. It, look, look at A. It does not belong there. Well, wait, Gabe does. said we can't compare what's on the tier. We're just judging what the Since movie when do we is. listen to Gabe on this show? <laughs> it's true. He's been telling you wrong. guys to rap for four years. It's not true. wrong. <laughs> Move it to A. Ugh. I think it's got to be A. a. We've, we, right. we've been right. underutilizing the B category. You guys are. We you have guys been. Are, you're right. You guys have, have been. been flexing with the A we too got, much. We got one coming up. We can use a B for. We're going to get a bunch of them coming up. But I think it. Uh, I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence here. If it's a B or an A, it's not an S. I'm sorry, Kevin. I can't. I'm not leaning on the S. That that doesn't belong there. That's the a, that, to me that it. that glo- that's glowingly not belonging there. It's uh, way better than Ragnarok, and it deserves no, to be on that uh, same. No, list. You know, I do, you know, no, I disagree with that. No, no, I disagree with that. Um, all right, that's gonna bring us to the end of phase three. We're gonna take a quick ad break, pay some bills. Uh, we'll be back with Phase 4, which includes uh, the Disney Plus TV shows, which will make these this discussion maybe a little bit harder, maybe a little bit easier. Uh, but we'll be right back. This episode of Real Blend is brought to you by Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Power up your favorite characters and build a team to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and even challenge other players in PvP modes such as Alliance War and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly and the meta is constantly evolving. And now you can sign on for Marvel Strike Force's new Deadpool Anniversary event in order to receive a generous gift containing character shards, an anniversary diamond orb, gear, and other great items. Better yet, each week during the Deadpool anniversary, players can complete events and receive even more special rewards and skins. If you want to get in on all the fun of Marvel Strike Force, be sure to use our promo code MAXPOOL, that's M-A-X-P-O-O-L, and thank you to Marvel Strike Force for supporting the show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And we are back. We're back with phase four and kicking us off. We're right into the TV, the TV of all TV, uh, WandaVision. Wanda Here's where we're probably going to have a problem. Vision. This is going to be difficult because I think we're pretty split on this. Yeah, it, I, it's, it's, I, a, it's a good B for me. I it's agree. an A. I like it's it as a B. A. I like it as a B. I'm wow. a B because the first three episodes are amazing and then it falls off. I, nope, it does end. fall off, but I, I don't think it falls for me. It doesn't fall off as strongly as it does for you. I still enjoyed it through the end. Um, the ending is kind of okay. Yeah. Um, I, I love that the the sort of uh, Backup, Marvel spent that much money to just study grief for a little bit and, and yeah. use like something as high concept as her living in um, TV shows that she grew up watching. That's and I, awesome. And I honestly think it's very well possible that the best line in the entirety of the MCU is uh, what is grief but love persevering? Yeah, like that that might be the best line written I, in the MCU. I looked. At, I don't remember what I saw. I looked that up. I was like, oh, that's got to be like he pulled that from Shakespeare same, or something. Right? Like I was like, that's a great that's way quote. too good to be <laughs> in a Marvel TV show. Apologies. Also, I never thought about that line. I never thought about grief being that way until I heard that. Yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, that's terrific. It so for well, me, it's an A because myself into an A. the execution of the concept was so much better than it should have been. You know, the, sure. a different sitcom genre per episode. Uh, the performances of Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany won Emmys and, and deserve it. Or, well, I think they both won. I know she won, right? I don't think she either won. of them won. What? She definitely should have won. I don't think either of them won. I could uh, be wrong. I think you're Did wrong. Gabe, you want me to look it up? Because uh, I'm not sure. I thought she was nominated and or won. Anyway, Olsen. they're tremendous performances. Um, I really yeah. loved uh, uh, Catherine... Um, uh, played Catherine. Agatha. What's her name? No. Um, oh, uh, nominated, nominated, but did not win. Catherine Hahn. Uh, yes, Catherine I thought yeah. I liked that performance a lot. I think the the show got unfortunately like because it was a week to week thing. The idea of speculating of what was going to happen hurt WandaVision. And I wish if we just got it in its entirety and watched it straight through, we wouldn't have had all of these. Oh, she's Mephisto, or it's going to be this or that. Um, because I do, like you said, I think it's a tremendous study of grief. And um, and I thought Elizabeth Olsen sold it brilliantly. Right. So to me, it's an A for that reason, for the, all those reasons. But I, I do understand that I probably like it more than you guys do. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, it's upper for echelon me, of B for me. I think it's yeah, really for, it's, for me, it's still a solid B just because I don't feel like I, I think yeah. the, the setup is brilliant, but I don't think it um, quite stuck the landing enough for me yeah. to put it in the A category. All right. Well, let's keep it I, moving. B sounds good. Um, WandaVision at a B, three to one. Next, we go on to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, an uneven series, I'd say. Yeah, that's a C um, for me. I'm feeling Th- C. I wouldn't go as low as a D. It has some great moments. Um, I think it has good moments. But for yeah. it to have good moments, I think that still means C. Yeah. But I would be C trending D. Yeah, so would I. I, I would also I'm, be C trending D. I'm where you guys are. I was, I was initially thinking D... And then I didn't want to go that harsh, but that show is not good. It's not that good. God, do, we, good. do we go D? Daenerys, what uh, do you think? Daenerys says yes. 
Um, uh, is it a D? I gotta. Uh, it D feels is harsh. harsh. It feels D harsh. D is harsh. It does. I mean, but, yeah. it's, but it's but it's not good. It's, it's honestly, it's actually, it's genuinely not good. It's not a good series. I think, I don't know. It it brings up that like the older Captain America, right? And yeah. that's a great that's a great moment. That's a really emotional moment. But we're talking and, what it's eight minutes of a six I know, hour. I know, I know. I'm, I'm still going. I'm still going. <laughs> I think that's great. I think his new suit is great. I think the I think that whole the I whole like way the that, that that scene works out, like when he comes in and he's 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 Captain America, but he's like Captain America plus um, what's his name? Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Soldier. Um, <laughs> he's like Captain Falcon or something. Oh, they got to change his name, but um i thought that was great off the action and that was really great it has it has very disappointing moments which is why i want to put it at c but i don't think i could go as low as a d because i think it has some d, really d the, 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 the like therapy scene that they have with her in the interrogation room where they're like facing each other and their their whole their whole rapport and relationship i think works in it i thought well, that the villains fine, are kind of confusing i'm not even yeah. quite sure what they were trying to accomplish um the the john walker stuff like i don't know if just why it uh, uh, I'm excited Russell. for where that goes. I think he just can't act. <laughs> I don't well, know if he's good. Well, uh, so yeah, I say C. Anyone say D? Anyone firmly say D? No, trending I'm, I'm fine with C. I'll stay C. C trending D. I feel yeah. It's about. I feel about there. All right, we're gonna throw this into C. Have yeah. You, you said C. Yeah. Right? Sorry. C tre- C trending D. No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah you heard. It. Yeah, that's right. Um. Okay. Now we're talking. This, this one's tough. Loki. This is, an, this is an A. I think it's an A. I would say it's a trending S, but yes, probably. Okay. I thought probably, you were going to say the opposite. No, probably uh, still in the A category. I would say but it's like, a, but like it, solid. It, it, can, a. it can touch. It can touch. Like yeah. you know, it's tall enough to touch S. Yeah. Oh, I, I think. I don't a, think it's okay. near S. I think it's. I think a. it's a solid A. Yeah. I I just. I just think all the ideas are so like. The out end. of the box thinking the final like to me that's Are, that is a series that started out strong and stuck the landing um yeah, jonathan the majors was incredible is, it set jonathan up. majors is terrific yeah jonathan majors is great and it went to crazy places owen wilson is owen great. wilson yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. great in it it's an a and then, it's not an s it's an a is it gugu and batha raw is that who that plays yes. the, uh, yeah mm-hmm. she's great yeah. in it too and yep. she has such a great arc yeah, yeah, that's. I an think a. she's going to be really important moving on. I forget how that series ended, but it ended on kind it of ends a twist with him, cliffhanger for her. It ends with him ending up in a different timeline, right? Um, right. And he where I forget the if it's he's not Loki worried. or something. Yeah, it's something wonky like that. But he ends up in a different timeline, and they're like, "Why is everything crashing?" And he he thinks he's with his friends, but he's not, it's, and he's kind of stuck. It's kind of interesting because I I'm reading the Marvel comics, and and the comics they are leaning very heavily into Kang. Like they're setting up Kang the Conqueror in a bunch of different series. And you they know seem to do that really they're... well when they know where it's going. Yeah. Yep. I'll notice yes. that with like the video games that aren't tied in. They're like, check out this character we have now in the video game. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. heard of that. And they're like, yeah, we're trying to get you used to the, this person exists. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, kudos to them again. They 20 steps ahead. Um, I love that essay. I think that's great. I think we can keep it moving with um, this one might be contentious because I forget where we ended up on this. I think I might like this the most out of us. Maybe. Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow. I'm a B. I, for, I forgot I'm also, to be. I'm also a B. A B. I, I think the first two yeah. acts of that film are amazing because they spend the entire yeah. time showing you that she's a human. Now, um, are you B? And, are you B trending A? I love this new way we're talking about. Yeah, B trending like A or <laughs> B problem, trending C? 
I think it falls off. No, no, no. I mean, I I actually think it's a solid B because I okay. think I think Florence Pugh is amazing. All the stuff in the in the first two acts, like their fight scene is incredible. David Harbour was great. Rachel um, David Harbour. I was just watching the scenes with Rachel Vice. With- Rachel Vice is great. Rachel Vice is great. I was just watching I, I, all the funny yeah. clips of David Harbour and Florence Pugh. So that whole familial, that like yeah. weird backwards familial relationship yep. is hilarious. Solid. Also, there's a really this is an understated moment, but it's always stuck with me. Um, it's such a small thing that I don't. I think people are like, "Why are you even bringing this up?" But if in <laughs> the beginning of Black Widow, that moment when he brings the kids to that moment where he has to give them up right and like you actually yeah. see that if you look at harbor's face in that sequence he goes from like he, remember he's like this loving dad or parent figure then in that moment he's doing his job so he's like deadpan like cold mm-hmm. and then there's this moment where he grabs one of the girls and you see the human aspect come back mm-hmm. to him because he actually gives a shit about them it's not just a job um and it's such an understated moment but harbor plays that perfectly it's like literally mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments from an acting perspective i've seen in the mcu i just love that little tiny moment but uh, the third act i just can't get over the idea that they spent the whole movie reminding us that she's human and then now here's she's the flying thing. through the air here's the thing though the third act stunt is a cool stunt but i agree with you it doesn't fit with what comes before it right and that one blue because screenshot if you watch oh that's awful if you watch Ooh. avengers the first avengers movie like Black Widow grabs onto, you know, the alien craft and she's pulling herself up on skyscrapers and she's otherworldly, even oh, though she's not, human. Yeah, you know? but, uh, but 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 Black Widow spent the whole movie telling us she's human. Yes, I agree. That's, with that. that was my issue. Like, like, I have no problem if she wants to get into fantastical situations. That's totally cool. It works in Avengers because she's awesome. That's a great character. And that, that whole sequence, that one in Whedon's movie where it goes into all the different characters is amazing. Um, really great. But. It, it's it's I think the film didn't Black Widow almost didn't know what it wanted to be. It almost didn't. Why did we need the the typical third act CGI fest? Like I get that's an MCU thing, but like, I don't know. I thought Black Widow was breaking ground in the first two acts. And I thought yeah. Florence and her that, that grounded nature to me was really well done. Also, just being a prequel, I kind of went into it like this isn't going to work. Like, why are we doing this? And it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really does. Better um, than Captain Marvel. All right. No we offense. got it. Way better. Yeah. B. Um, Shang Chi, it's an A, A, Shang Chi's an A. Bus um, scene alone. I'm a a trending a trending B maybe, but I, I it's a solid A for me. Yeah, I'm 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 B trending A just because I, the the last act was just a little too much. For, almost in almost in a very similar way of how Kevin describes uh, Black Widow. Like I just mm-hmm. felt like the the first two acts were just so grounded in this kind of reality, and then I felt yeah. like they they literally yeah. drove into a forest and it turned into a cartoon. And um, he's riding on the back of a dragon. Like yeah. I get it, yeah. But, but, yeah, but yes. they're in a different universe, right? Like, yes, that's kind of. The, but that's I guess I, I guess I just didn't like that that universe. Um, but, but Tony but Long. I'd, as his father, his that performance, brilliant. Is All the performances, uh, yeah. everybody. And, and again, again, like if you guys, if you guys vote A, I'm B trending A. I, so like I'm, I'm not a, gonna, I'm, I'm not a. gonna, I'm not gonna flip a table over. It's it, not S tier. Um, it doesn't hit S tier. Do, no. And anybody out there listening to this right now, do yourself a favor. Go find the behind the scenes of the bus scene. You'll be blown away how Listen much to our Simu, podcast. how much Simu did mm-hmm. in that scene. Like I, yeah. we're talking about, like even a shot where he's like sliding down from the bus to the door. Like, I was like, oh, it's got to be CGI character. There's no way that's really him. And like, I mean, obviously it's shot on a stage, but they had that bus on a gimbal or whatever it was. And like, that was an awesome. We that got scene, too much stuff in the A category. 
Oh, that seems. We got a lot of stuff in there. It's Marvel, though. I mean, that's. It's kind of amazing that Shang Chi comes around. It's a character no one really knows for the the most part. It's another origin story in a long line of origin stories, and I still think it works well enough to be in the. It feels fresh. I think. Yeah, origin stories as far as Marvel origin stories. Yeah, Destin did a great job. The 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 visualization of the rings is amazing. It's a really cool use of the power. And go back and find our interview with Destin because, like, there's a great story in there. And again, this doesn't really mean this doesn't mean anything about the movie being great or being an A, but he tells this phenomenal story. If you're just finding our show about directing a scene through an iPhone from his wife's hospital yes. room after it's she really gave cool. birth. Um, and it's a really cool thing. And it's, it's funny. The other day we were talking to the directors from um, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, who will be on our show. Um, and they were telling us a similar situation where one of the guys. Well, it's different because one of the guys got COVID and had to step away and direct through. Right. A phone mm-hmm. or an iPad. It's kind of fascinating to me. Their right. DP was D- was lighting through an iPad. Remember Shows that? how easy it is to direct. <laughs> Sol- OK, solid A for Shang-Chi. We got to keep it moving here. Um, this is a moment we have not seen. What if so we are not going to throw what if on here uh, next time we come back here, I'll probably add a did not finish or haven't seen tier and we will throw what if DQ'd. up there. So we are going to skip that for now. But if we make it back around to that, we will add it to the list, although it, feel, it does feel very inconsequential to the MCU. This um, next one's going to be interesting. Eternals. Mm-hmm. Eternals. How, is that, this one where we're kind of all over the board? To yeah, me, that, it, that's, it, a, that's a C for me. C? Um, okay. I'm at a C as well. Sean? Yeah. Um, I like it a lot, um, but I, I still think it's probably a B. I, I think feel it's B, B as well. I get the B trending I C if I had to say, I, but it's very fun. It's very, I think it's really the cast is great. It's it's very different. Uh, I love that about it. It's very different. I do like that about it. I it's, don't it's think Chloe it Zhao. ever. I don't think it ever lives up to its fullest potential. It right? does like, not earn its length. We mentioned all these ingredients that you just brought up. Chloe Zhao as a director, the incredible mm-hmm. cast. It's different than everything else we've seen on paper. And I've gone back to watch it a couple of times on Disney Plus, and and I do. I get about an hour into it, and then I'm like, mm. and I lo- I love all those elements. I do like all the elements, but it doesn't come together the way that I wanted to. But because of those elements, I can't. I don't want to kick it lower than a B, because I don't think it's as bad as the things that are on the C level. Dude, but I gotta be honest with you, man. It's like short of doing this right now in this moment. When you say MCU, I completely forget the Eternals exists. Yeah. I, I will. It's I, a part of the I, MCU. I'll give Eternals this though. It's one of my favorite Angelina Jolie performances. She's great. Yeah, She's cast a, is yeah. great. Awesome in that movie. Yeah, I I think the can't, Kumal is is really fantastic. Oh, um, the bit the bit with Kumal Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail, by the way, yeah, Kumail, yeah, Kumail Nanjiani, where they do the um, where they where he explains how he kept acting <laughs> over the years, and it was oh, like yeah, the different yeah. posters yeah. for each. Oh, it was so great. Isn't Kumail Nanjiani and his trending wife Emily C, Gordon? So, yes. Are they yeah, doing Gordon, a, yeah. a Play-Doh movie next? Uh, they might oh be. God, are they really? I think Emily. Let's, Gordon, let's keep it. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Um, okay, Eternals. I'm I'm trending C, so I feel like to break the tie, I'm going to throw it in C, and I'm not totally mm. upset about it being in C. It does have. I understand, and, and to be honest, I mean, look at these movies in C. Like, there are some perfectly fine movies in C. Mm-hmm. So I'm not as. I mean, that's that's what C is. It's just average. That's sad. That's a little sad. 
Because Chloe's a phenomenal filmmaker. Here is where we run yeah. into an issue, and maybe we can briefly talk this out if we should hold off on. I'm okay with you guys. This. Yeah, I'm Just, not going to so, finish Hawkeye. Okay, so, so Hawkeye. The, so yeah. Kevin and Kevin and Jake have not finished Hawkeye. Sean and I have. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll go ahead and throw it up. I <laughs> guess going to vote S. And it's an uh, S. I mean, Sorry, boys. To me, no. To me, it's, it's a B. To me, it's a B. I would say it's a B. But here's the here's the thing that I would. The only reason I would argue for an A, okay, is that it's a B because it is not really high stakes. Why? Like it's a, to me, it's a B because it's a small. Like I, what I love about it is that it is a small story. It is a self-contained right. one-shot sort of comic, mm-hmm. and it we get these great moments with these two characters. It's a great introduction for her. I think it does everything great and there's no there's nothing that I dis that I dislike about it. It's very fun and it's and it's supposed to be this small little other thing that's separate from all these giant movies that have to move the world forward. For sure. And for me, like for me, that's the only reason it, it makes it into the B is like, oh well, it doesn't quite hit the level of this because it just doesn't have those stakes to deal with and those moments to build towards. Right. You're saying so, it's very good at what it wants to do. And and in that instance, I would say like I would give it an A in the sense that it does what I think it, it set out to do and should do. Sure. Um and Jake, you can't argue with me because you've look, seen look, like two I, yeah, episodes. Look, look, so. but here's the deal: is that I, I know I don't get a vote because I didn't finish it. Yeah, but there's a reason I didn't finish it is because I just right. found it just so unbearably boring. And I know that that doesn't allow me a vote or any points. Right. But it's not like oh I got busy. I just straight up. How was many like, episodes I did you watch? Three. It's not I boring. Think not it's boring. really fun. I, right? I watched three. It's really fun. I, I, I gave I, it. I, I mean, B feels right for this list in particular for the wider MCU within the scale of that. B yeah. does feel correct. Um, but I just wanted to point out that it's not because I think that it has anything majorly wrong that it knocks it. I think it's great at what it does. I want Marvel to do more. This is just a small story with these characters that you already love. I know I, I have a disproportionate like for Hawkeye compared to the rest of you, but um, I, I think liked, it's really uh, good. I liked a few of the things that they brought up about him. You know, the mm-hmm. the the physical damage that has been done to him over the years of battle. The the hearing aid issue was handled. Yeah. He's well. the most human Avenger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even next and, to um, even next to Black Widow. And when it got to the introduction of Kingpin, which you guys didn't get that far enough, like the way that they brought him in was really good. Yeah. And I liked the uh, I liked the resolution with Kate Bishop. The, so. the LARPers were a really good through line. No, like see, fun... I hate the LARPers. Oh, oh yeah, I hated no, the that, LARPers. That, that, oh, they're the only place I would disagree with you. I don't think they were I don't think that they were like a mate. I don't see them as like a major part. I think of it as like a B or C plot. That was fun. Sure. Sure. That it went through. But go ahead. In terms of this is just I don't know why I just this just hit me. But now I'm like my mind is racing into multiple directions. It's interesting. You bring up human Avenger. Right. And I was Uh thinking about all the Avengers who are human beings and the other ones who uh, who have superpowers. So this is you guys can kill me if you want. Do you consider Uh Peter Parker still a human being? No, I mean, his powers. Well, he's a super so, human. Right. But for example, like like Tony Stark doesn't have powers. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, T'Challa doesn't have powers. Uh, Black Widow doesn't have powers. Um, so there's a human being. So it, you, you think well, Peter Parker is not a human well, being well, anymore? Well, no, I mean, Captain right. America is a human being. He's just but a superhuman. But he got enhanced with super serum. Yeah, the super soldier uh, I don't know. I, that, I, we don't have this enough time to dig debate. into that. It's interesting, but I think we yeah. need to spend more time trying to figure out like what what that argument is because I mean they're yeah they're human beings. Like he like he's a human being. He just happens to have yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a super powered human being. That's like saying mutants aren't humans, which is the whole theme of that. Is like they are humans. Oh, and but being I think what Kevin is, I think what Kevin is saying in terms of like T'Challa and Tony Stark is that they are 
just, yeah. If if they're away from their suits, right. there isn't much that enhances them right. beyond Training. their ability to be heroes. You know, their, their want doesn't need to be a hero. Well, this is a discussion we can bring. We don't have enough time for that at the moment. Um, but I like, I like it. That. I think it's interesting. But I think we need to dig deeper into that before we sort yeah, of just blow a, over just it. Just an idea. I had. Um, I was like, our final entry for today yes. is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I, I got to go S on that. It's an S. It's an a, S. It is without a doubt an S. Tremendous. Also, I'll, I'll, let me tell you guys something about this one real fast. Um, so I Sean kind of tipped me off on this somehow in the middle of one of our shows once. And I can't remember what show it was or how he said it, but there was something fascinating about no way home that I found really interesting on the rewatch. So the first time I watched it, you're waiting for that moment, right? You're waiting mm-hmm. for the, the walkthrough when Garfield shows up and McGuire. Um, and Sean says something interesting about like the first time you see it, you're, you're what you're literally just waiting for that moment. So when I went and saw it for the second time, that's when I really understood how much I loved the first half. Mm-hmm. Like the first half is excellent. Like, yeah. like, like, like li- the, my favorite scene in that whole movie outside of like the general, like the big stuff is this one that happens in Peter's apartment when he like when the helicopters are all flying around and he like leaves his room um, with Aunt May and Zendaya and like they're walking around. He's webbing the windows Mm-hmm. That scene is so fantastically shot and directed and performed, but it's kind of overshadowed by like what the big deal is in the film. Um, but in the Aunt May death scene is an incredibly emotional, brilliant sequence like that. That movie has so many great scenes outside of the obvious. It's just an amazing, amazing film. That's why I always argue that it should have been nominated for Best Picture. It's a genuinely great film yep. outside of that massive audience moment. But it's I- it's great. I know we got to go, but you said that we before we're able to move stuff before we lock it in. And once it's locked in, it's there forever. I still 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 believe that Far From Home is too way too far up. It doesn't belong in the A category. It's it, it needs to be higher up. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> you that's, right? that's that's my I last. Can't move it. That, I can't move. It's, it. it's not on the level. It's definitely not on the level of Black Widow and Hawkeye. It's then, not. Then you will then move them down. Hawkeye's a show you didn't finish. You want to yeah, say that? Yeah, yeah, exa- doesn't, ex- exactly. Doesn't there? Exactly. There's a reason I didn't finish it. Okay, you lost the boat. No, you don't. No, no, you don't get to say that with partial viewing. Sorry, sir. <laughs> that's 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 the truth, though. <laughs> but you didn't give it. The, no, I when we can't Far have from that. Home has the the madness of Mysterio scene alone. Like that alone makes it. An oh, a. it's incredible. All right. Let's uh, let's go and wrap this up. I will say we will be back to this list very soon because um, the plan is as as Marvel projects are completed, we are going to give our review of them. And then a part of that review will be placing it on this tier list. We're going to keep this up to date as the MCU unfolds. And up next, we have correct me if I'm wrong. Moon Knight is going to end before Doctor Strange, right? Yes. Yes. There's two more weeks of Moon Knight. Also, for the people who are listening non visually and audio wise, we only have one D and one F. You can check the description and there will be a link to the finalized tier list. Um, So you will have a visual if you're listening. I'm happy with this list, to be honest with you. I'm looking over again. It's it's a reflection of four people arguing about it. So it's not, you know, (laughs) no one's going to be perfectly happy. Are are we going to do the DCEU? I want to do the DCEU. Does anybody disagree with our S list? No. Um, Yes. No. Oh, and guys like Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. No, but but I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Mar- Marvel is hard, especially for us, because we all really enjoy Marvel. 
I feel maybe, like S, S is maybe too I'd kick special of down. Maybe I'd That's kick Homecoming down. That's the only one I'd move down to an A is Homecoming. That's maybe it. I'd kick Homecoming down. Because the other ones, what? as you say, are special. I, I think special. We, we, I mean, we talk about like, oh, maybe, well, yeah. the, the groups, you know, the A group and the B group. I think there are quite a few movies that could be knocked down a notch. Yeah, well, like, that's how this like goes. Ragnarok. Like you're right. Yeah, All that right. could be down to like a B. <laughs> All right, let's um, C. That wraps up this segment. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on with the rest of the show. Thank you, boys. Oh my God, there's more of the show. All right, let's move on to this week in movies. We have uh, two that are coming out that none of us have seen. Uh, one is called Choose or Die uh, on Netflix, and the other one is a big film, uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of Dumbledore um, no screenings and no junkets for it so we don't have any way to sort of weigh in on that I am sort of curious how it plays uh, whether there's an interest in the in the wizarding world and if that audience is going to show up for it um, but instead we have Mark Wahlberg's film Father Stew which Jake was able to check out so Jakey what do you know about it yeah I mean I liked it fine it's a really it, honestly it is a fairly interesting story about um, a man kind of at a point that you know he's a boxer he's a drinker and he's not really at a good point in life and he decides he's gonna at the age of you know around 40 he's gonna go to Hollywood and be a big star so he goes to Hollywood and be and you know he's a big star and of course it like so often it doesn't end up working out um, so he kind of resorts back to, to fighting and drinking gets in a horrible motorcycle accident and uh, believes that he, he sees something that turns him uh, that, that allows him to find religion um, mm. and that he wakes up from um, that horrible accident and decides tells everyone in his life to to their disbelief I'm going to be a priest and they're like okay well this is just that thing that you do like you wake up every day and you decide you're going to be something else um, and not only does he end up becoming a very successful uh, father um, a, a man of Christ he ends up um being diagnosed with a condition that um, severely changes his life. And it's really an unbelievable when you when you look at the journey that this man makes from from the first opening moments to to the end of the film. It's a truly unbelievable journey. And I read up on the guy after and he really did lead a a pretty unbelievable life. When you think about all the different facets and the different chapters, Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of movies squeezed into a short amount of time. Wahlberg Mm. gives a really fantastic performance. Um, He is asked to do a lot. Mm. Um, And I know that he has been someone who um, has been very vocal about uh, finding faith in his his life after making some, some truly horrific decisions um, earlier in his life. So I think this is a story that uh, uh, touched him personally. Um, I, I liked it fine. It's not one that I would say that you got to rush out to see uh, in theaters. But if you, you know, if it popped up, if it ended up on a streaming service um, in the coming weeks and months, I would say it's worth, a you know, an afternoon press play. And the weight gain was incredible how he pulled that off. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that he did like 30 pounds in three weeks or something, yeah. which is insane. He was eating like 7000 to 11000 calories per day, if you can imagine. And then losing that because in the film, he really uh, there's a definitely a major mm-hmm. transformation um, and also want to point out, you know, I, I love that he's so passionate about this film. He, he financed it uh, in a way like I don't know how much I, I think we put millions and millions of his own money into it. I don't know the exact mm-hmm. amount, um, but uh, I, I respect his grassroots marketing for this. I respect yeah. him going around to Chicago and different areas and like promoting it like very like, much like an old school like Montana. He, he would go yeah. to like these sort of offbeat places where there's a, a faith based yeah. crowd. Sure. So he yeah, that's a really big market. The faith based movies are huge. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so fascinating to me, like like I'll get people who will come out and say, oh, I'm excited to see the new Doctor Strange movie. But then like when the when a new faith based film is coming out, 
a lot of people ask me about it. Like it's a Absolutely. huge market, well, obviously. And also, so. when you say, aren't there moments like once or twice a year where we will look at like the, a weekend box office, and all of a sudden we'll look at like the number, number one. three film? <laughs> maybe not, maybe not like number one, but like the number three film that opened at twenty million dollars, and you go, "Yep, what is that?" Like I really yeah, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if, if honestly, if Father Stu, even though not a lot of but people seem to be talking about it. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, that makes it's it tough. rated R. That's the only. Uh, yeah, I was actually yeah, but, surprised he would release a faith-based movie Easter weekend that's okay. rated R. I, yeah, I, don't forget let me the tell passion you something was. really interesting about this also though too my mom maybe passion. brings up movies once every five years like at, at best if she hears of something she's had father stew on her radar for like weeks really she's like do you have a do you, she's like do you have a link to this uh is there any way we can watch this she doesn't even know how i watch movies she was just yeah. like how can i watch this but because it's rated r my mom is strange that she does not watch rated r movies she won't watch it really interesting doesn't want to hear language doesn't she doesn't believe that any of that belongs in movies it's very but, but even weird. if that okay like did she not see the passion she did not see the passion no so even even if you were to tell That's her violence. like look this was just a this was just a part of his life this is who he was before he changed isn't that a part of the journey sure yes but she does not doesn't matter she doesn't want to okay wow. Fair so she won't see fathers see no so that's interesting kind of goes to my point Isn't it? because how many other people out there like also you can't take your family to see this really yeah, with your kids right you like, like, can you know, well i mean you could but like but like on a sunday on easter sunday do you think you're going to take your seven and eight year old kids to go see father stew i no. honestly might take brendan to ambulance Yes, I, I love ambulance. ambulance. I thought it was awesome. Another faith-based cautionary tale. <laughs> they, yeah. Ambulance is violent, man. That movie is yeah. brutal. Uh, the but. other day, Brendan uh, texted me while I'm at work, and he's like, "Guess what I'm watching?" And it was just like impossible because it was, you know, this whole slate of things. He's texting me photos of the original uh, Halloween. He's watching Carpenter's original oh, Halloween. Yeah. yeah. And what do you think? Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jake. Deacon, come on, there's, there's a perfect month to watch that movie. It's literally, it's it's in the title. I, I have a follow in. up. I have a follow up because yeah. I think that movie is. I feel like I the reasons I love that movie is one. I, I saw it when I was younger, but two, yeah. like I can see where if, if someone saw it today for the first time, it's pretty thin. What did he think? He no, he loves it. it. He watched Fantastic. Child's Play. He was watching Child's Play the other night, and mm. Michelle was like, "Isn't that like?" aren't you kind of freaked out by that? And he goes, no, no, no. I don't really care about like the, you know, the violence and all that stuff in child. This is my 14 year old. I don't really care about the violence and stuff like that in child's play. That's not scary. He goes, but Halloween, that movie's scary. Interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the, uh, you know, getting underneath your skin and sort of creeping you yeah. out like that. Has he seen any of the newer Halloween movies? Or the he, reboot well, or? He, he watched the first, he watched the two David Gordon Green ones, which oh, is now both like, of those. Oh, cool. He yeah. saw both of those. So, so he was already sold. Sold. That's good. Yeah, Gabe, I'm, I'm going to uh, Music Box on Friday to see the thing on this the big weekend? screen. Yeah, oh, that's oh, never seen, I've never seen it on the big screen. No, Are they showing no. on film? Yeah, probably. Is the Music awesome. Box only do film? I believe. Well, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. They show a lot of thirty-five or seventy. They do. They do a lot of. They do a lot. They do a lot of seventy millimeter. I did see. I did see two thousand one and seventy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, it's I beautiful. Very beautiful things. Very relevant conversation for anyone who doesn't live in Chicago or St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis. I guess just a hike for me. About, about once every couple of months, I, I send a screenshot to Gabe in the hope that he'll something will stir within him and he'll get in his car. And, but I always, I always <sighs> super um, underestimate how far of a drive it is between. It's so I always whole, think I, it's a whole like day and a half. Yeah, like I, I always think it's a, I always for some reason I think it's like two hours away. But I forget how long Illinois Five is. This is super captivating. Yeah, 
Anyway, so I'm going to pull up a map for the listeners. <laughs> Illinois is really long. <laughs> We're playing hashtag Michael Pena blend and uh, celebrating the films of Michael Pena. And I was kind of surprised going back over his filmography, how how deep and long his filmography is. So, uh, Kev, where are you starting? Let's go. Where's what's your favorite Michael Pena film or performance? I mean, End of Watch is my probably my, I would argue his best movie with David Ayer. I love that film. My mm-hmm. favorite is Ant-Man. Okay. I think that character in Ant-Man is incredible. And I love the way he narrates elements and like takes us through scenes. And like, to me, that whole vibe with him and Paul Rudd, it, it just it works so well. And I think pe- even in Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I don't love, he's still great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like Peyton, the director of the of the Ant-Man film, found a way to really use Michael in a really awesome way. It's like a really great character. It's a really funny bit, but it's also like interesting and entertaining. Um, It's funny when I think about him, there's so much to go through. I mean, dramatically, he's brilliant. Um, End of Watch, I was that was the one I was kind of like tackling or battling with in my mind, because I think him and Gyllenhaal in that film are just. Well, I can tell you that's my pick. Well, that's my pick if you want to double up on that. Because yeah. and I, I did a Q&A with Michael Pena for End of Watch in D.C. when that film came out. I just remember that film was so immersive and so intense and so I mean, just dramatically brilliant, but also undercut with like some comedy elements as well, just in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think favorite, I have to go Ant-Man. But if I was going best, I'd go End of Watch. You you take End of Watch. Well, just because we, we, you know, we talk a lot about on this show about movies that immerse you in communities that you might not be familiar with, you know, whether it's like um, do the right thing. And that, that section of Brooklyn and the way that Spike Lee personifies it um, or, you know, or even an international uh, location that puts, sets you in London or Paris or something like that. And you just feel like you understand the neighborhood so much. And the way that David Ayer tells uh, South central Los Angeles stories. And a lot of times through the eyes of service people. And in this one, it happens to be police officers uh, is a really unique way to um, to put you through it because there's there are these terrifying moments. Uh, you know, we talk about training day and we talk about that scene with Ethan Hawke in the bathtub, oh. you know, where you just you, it makes you stop and think because Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena are so um, believable. They're so credible in their positions that when I watch something like End of Watch and my father was a New York City police officer, but was never immersed in a, in a situation that those guys are in. But you think that there are actual people out there who are doing this on a daily basis, you know, mm-hmm. who are uh, serving as police officers in, in uh, cities around, uh, around the country and putting their lives at risk. And, uh, and the way that air shoots it and the way that those guys perform it. Uh, I thought Pena was fantastic because for the, whatever reason, and I guess he does do a lot of dramatic work, but I think of Michael Pena and I think of comedic roles. And so when I watched him in end to watch, I was surprised and how much I was able to just forget that that was Michael Pena. And I believed the character and yep. I believed the partnership of their brotherhood. And I don't want to tell people where the movie goes, but it goes to some pretty dark and and sad places. And um, and I was so on board with the ride. And I was so, and, you know, a lot of it's David Ayer and the way that he uh, wrote and directed That's his it. best movie, I think. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. And I think that those two are so tremendous. And, um, you know, look, I know this is Michael Pena blend and I thought he was terrific in this, but Jake Gyllenhaal's career is filled with a lot of oh. roles that are Nightcrawler. Like he's all over the place. And no matter what he does, he's extremely convincing in it. Um, hmm. Cause Ender watch was a long time ago and he was phenomenal in it, and he's still turning in phenomenal performances. And so those two are great. And, uh, and I had to pick that for, for Michael Pena blend. So I'm sorry, Gabe, did you say one? No, it, well, this is a tangent. I was going to say for David Ayer, 
do you as a director end of watch writing do you put training day training day over i it? think i put training day over yeah. it yeah i think yeah. i do that's end of, so yeah it's, it's a perfect movie yeah anyway that's great david air is great Dickie, where'd you go for mine's mine's kind of interesting um even though it's already been said but you guys know i don't particularly care for ant-man but i'm picking mm-hmm. ant-man um, because for me, he is far and away the Yay. best part. I, like it's one of those situations where I'm picking it based entirely on on the performance, and it's a performance that I really wish we would see more of. And I'm kind of amazed that Marvel, a company that respectfully recognizes when someone likes something and rides it to the wheels comes comes off, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of amazed that they haven't done more with him oh um, you know it's really I'm, funny let me throw this out too there's there was a at san diego comic-con one year at the beginning of the marvel panel and this was right after infinity war um and they were teasing ant-man and the wasp and they had a filmed bit where paul rudd and michael pena uh were essentially explaining everything that happened in the mcu from iron man to this point and the 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 pitch ended up being that they were sitting across from michelle pfeiffer and trying to convince her <laughs> to take on the role. But it was a 15 minute, you know, those two riffing off of every film in the MCU. How do they point. never release that? That's exactly my point. Like, I have no clue why that exists. And the only people oh. who have seen it are in Hall H because it was hysterical. It was like a complete run. It was like if his character did a complete rundown yeah. of the that's MCU. Amazing. Up to that point. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so funny. And I have no clue how they haven't. Released and that's it. not even in that giant compendium of. Um the Infinity Gauntlet saga or whatever. Not that I know it? of. No, wow. not that I know of. Why wow. would they not release that? Yeah. I have no idea. A lot of times they do like to keep stuff that's just specific to Hall H uh, and, I, and say that this is a reward for the fans who came. Kind here's of where it could work. Did you guys see that they went? Have you seen on Disney Plus? They added the Disney one shots. They and they rebranded yeah. a lot oh. of the bits into being yeah. quote unquote one shots. And that's a kind good of, place to put it. They package yeah. them all together as if yeah. they're like a. Retroactively cool. packed them together as that's if they're cool. like it's a series. You know, I think you can actually find it on YouTube. I think there's like pirated versions of oh, it on YouTube. Oh, well, then maybe that's why they're like, eh, yeah. I'll exists. look for it and see if I can find it for you guys. Cool. I'm sorry, Jake, you keep going. No, no. I mean, that's basically, you know, everything that um, you guys have said about it is absolutely spot on. I mean, I feel like they, um, you know, they 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 gave him that that performance, you know, on the 50 yard line and he just ran it in all the way <laughs> yeah. into the into the end zone. Like he just yep. took absolutely <laughs> took it and run with it. He made it his own. Um, and, uh, and, and it's a fully formed three dimensional character, despite not getting that much screen time. And I, I'm just continuously in awe of every time I think about him, it makes me smile. And, um, I'm just continuously in awe that like, we really haven't seen more of him. Um, yeah. and I really hope we do down the line. Cause I think there's a lot more, um, opportunities. What's, what's, how, what's, what's the, what's the word? For, uh, in the new Ant Man movie, it's a just, like just like in the same way. Quantumania. It, it reminds okay. me of like before Ragnarok became like part of our vocabulary. Like we all saw that word, and we're like, "What's that word? What? What yeah. is it?" <laughs> Quantumania. Quantumania. I still can't say Doctor Strange's <clears throat> sequel without messing up the title. Like okay. Jay, try saying it fast. Like in the multiverse of madness in the vault. Yeah. In the Pokemon, yeah. You know what? I don't want to be I don't want to be typing it out for the next two months because that's what we're gonna be doing on Cinema Blood is we cover a lot of stories. You know what else is a long ass title? The unbearable weight of massive talent. I'm really but people just do massive lately. talent. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well even SEO even even Nick websites. Cage calls it massive talent. Does he? Yeah. And mm. I know that I because would, I, I, yeah. I recently spoke with him. Yeah, I wouldn't know. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> for audience picks, uh, Cam McKinney went with Ant-Man. Uh, THX, you know, that company that has the amazing sound. Uh, the Which follows the us. Follows us on social Isn't that media. George Lucas's company? Yes. I believe it is uh, be. Lucas. It, yeah, they're based in San Francisco. Uh, they recommended that you check out Michael Pena in Fury. That's also a terrific. I assume they worked I on believe it's, I believe <laughs> it's pronounced. Uh, I believe it's actually furry? pronounced Furry. Furry? No. Yes. yes, it's not. That's a different movie. Uh, Cisco, Michael Breen, Jay, and many more said end of watch. Michael Kamen. Cisco listens crash. to our show? He does. <laughs> oh, man. And, and AJK went with uh, Observe and Report, which is a Seth Rogen and uh, another Michael great one comedic too. role from him. Also, there's Eric Eisenberg, who works for our site, raves about a movie called The War on Everyone, um, oh, which is a John Michael it. McDonough film. And I believe John Michael McDonough did um, In Bruges with. Oh, Colin. I thought that was. And that was that was um wait no no Martin. no maybe he did seven psychopaths did he do Mar- seven yeah that's 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 Martin McDonough yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay that's the same filmmaker not, who did John who did? Michael McDonough you're thinking do, of Calvary what? uh okay maybe I don't know Eric's always raved up the war on everyone I have a copy of it I haven't had a chance to ever watch it but he thinks it's one of the funniest things Michael Pena has ever done so if you feel like you want to check it out that's a recommendation from. Cinema Blend's own Eric Eisenberg. Brendan so for Gleeson next week, is in Calvary, by the way, is why I ask if maybe that's Brendan what you're is on Calvary. Who is also uh, in, in Bruges. Right? For next week, you can reach out on Twitter, yes, with Colin Farrell, yes, using okay. hashtag... Yeah, in Bruges. Oh, oh speaking, of, uh, speaking of training day, we're going to be playing hashtag Ethan Hawke Blend. So uh, let us know your picks for Ethan Hawke's best role uh, or your favorite role from him uh, via pick, via that's email at realblend.cinemablend.com. You forget you how long he's been working. White uh, Fang... Yeah. Yeah, you did want us to. Oh, we interviewed him recently. Right. The show. Yeah. You should go uh, listen to our interview with uh, Ethan Hawke. True. Uh, Reviews. Drop us a review on Apple Podcasts or leave us a rating on Spotify. Thank you very much for all the support that you've been doing uh, to help us grow the Blender family. Our next premium episode is a surprise. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't add that in there. That's okay. Uh, So again, check the description below uh, for more information on how to sign up for premium episodes. You can follow us on social media. Throughout the course of the week, we are at Jake's Takes, at Kevin McCarthy TV, at Gabe Kovach, at Sean underscore O'Connell. And the show is at Real Blend. Gabe something to say. Yes, Gabe. I wanted to use this opportunity to tease a couple shows oh. that are dropping next week. Oh. Because um, we have a couple interviews in the can. Okay. Both are dropping next week. I won't reveal what order, but we have a Hashtag bonus episode and a full episode. Uh, one of which with the filmmakers behind... The unbearable weight of massive talent. Ooh, yes. um, that sounds like a good interview. Kevin Eaton and Tom Gormican. Did I get that right? Gorman? I yep. believe so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have Robert Eggers going to be on for The Northman. Returning to the show. Returning to the show. So I wanted to let people know next week. We didn't have a guest this week. Hopefully you enjoyed the tier list. But uh, we'll tier right list is crap. I also have a quick thing to mention at the end. Um, I recently watched a special on HBO Max that I wanted to recommend to people called uh, Rothaniel, uh, Gerard Carmichael. Uh, Bo oh, Burnham nice. directed oh, it. I've heard such good things about that. So Bo Burnham directed this. It is 55 minutes. It's one of the most profound, emotional, hilarious, but deeply moving pieces that I've ever seen. Wow. Um, and I, I have not watched Gerard Carmichael's uh, work prior um, but since Bo Burnham directed it, I was very fascinated by it. Um, obviously, he did Inside, which was a masterpiece. It is well worth your time. If you have 55 minutes to watch it, it is beyond moving um, and go. just brilliant, brilliantly done. Um, oh, cool. And it's really ra- real and raw and vulnerable. It's just interesting. So 
See yeah, I feel stupid shouting hockey pads after that. So let's just say <laughs> see you next week. Bazinga. That's good, actually. You always sound stupid screaming that. <laughs> Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to 300 dollars. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.